This episode of Country Squire Radio is brought to you by Missouri Meerschaum and ThisPipeLife.com. We thank them for their support of this show, and we thank you for supporting them. You're listening to Country Squire Radio. Welcome to Country Squire Radio. I'm Bo. And I'm John David. JD. Hey, Bo. Good evening, man. Man, good evening to you, sir. How are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I'm doing great. You know, we, uh, we we successfully produce this podcast once a week. Uh, successfully. It, su- successfully. <laughs> uh, all this is relative, you know, but, uh, you know, uh, technical demons or not, uh, you know, I've been we've been informed by a uh, listener reporting on Paul that uh, we, we sound terrible tonight, but it's just normal terrible. It's not extra terrible. That's good. So, yeah. That's good. So, so we're thankful for that. Very yeah. much so. You know, I mentioned it. I feel like, I don't know if I mentioned on the podcast, but I'll mention it now on the podcast but uh in previous weeks last week uh we got a notification from google or from youtube saying that they were going to do away with google hangout live and it was going to become this new thing and i was like oh okay that's cool it was not cool it was yeah no. it wasn't cool and uh it they, is, they uh, made it more uh unuser friendly this is very true is that correct it's just more technical and, and and this is the just for those that see this as seamless i guess this is the uh, conduit through which we broadcast on that you're watching. Uh, if you watch the live show that you're watching us, through. right? Is that right? right? Yeah, okay. they've got a portal that you use and everything else. And I got to tell you, look, I'm, I, I, I'm not, I'm not the most technical person out there, but I would say I'm probably a little bit above average in terms of like figuring out this stuff. Yeah, and I, I couldn't figure it out. I, we had Briar, who I've mentioned on the show before, who's my coder, my main man. When it comes to tech, he is the Tony Stark of Mississippi. <laughs> I'm sitting here telling him what it's telling me to do, and he doesn't know what it's what it means. So I'm just saying, if we can't figure it out, then that means that it's it's way too complicated. But uh, one way or the other, we did kind of figure it out, uh, although I don't know how to replicate it. And we are here live with you this evening <laughs> on Country Squire Radio. That's Man. it. That's it. How was hey, your day? Man, it was good. Uh went um was able to get out of the shop for a little bit today. Caleb yeah. the intern uh faithfully watched the old uh the old squire today for a little bit while I got to get out and run some errands and whatnot and uh and that was good and um now just enjoying kind of a sleepy afternoon sitting here smoking my um Jim, Desch- Jim Duchesne uh strawberry briar pipe um which was gifted to me at the Chicago Pipe Show by Jim, uh listener of the show and, and good friend. And oh, wow. um, uh smoking some uh uh, HH, uh, pure Virginia from Mac Baron, which is, uh, actually one of my top three tobaccos now. And that's really strange. Cause that's kind of a, uh, strange pick for, you know, for folks, a lot of folks just don't, uh, I, I, even Virginia smokers just never really took to the, to the HH pure Virginia, but, um, man, it's, it's just become my, my jam. I love it. Uh, just, just yeah. opened up a, a brand new tin. So, uh, yeah, man. Looking forward to a good night, good show, and uh, might enjoy, as we're wrapping down summer, uh, might enjoy a little boodles tonight on the porch. Oh, so, well, there you go. Yeah. That's yeah. good. Yeah. This, good is, night. this is the best kind of weather that we've got right now when it's, it's, I mean, it's still a little tad too hot, but it, it's starting to get that perfect kind of comfortable porch weather. Yeah. We're, we're, we're getting into porch season here yeah. in, in the deep south. So yeah, I'm looking forward to, uh, to porching it up and, um, and, and hopefully the, the mosquitoes will be, uh, a little, uh, less rampant. You know, we mentioned it last year, but I mean, is, is, has anybody yet developed the pipe tobacco that is a mosquito repellent as of yet? You know, I don't know if the FDA would let me put like citronella in the, <laughs> in the, in the tobacco. Yeah, there's, there's, a but point we could to submit that. it and see. I don't know. I maybe maybe it would was, help with like Zika virus or something. What if there was like a citronella like <laughs> filter that you could put on top of the pipe, right? So that the pipe is powering the citronella as, as opposed to, uh, inhaling it. I'll stick to bug spray. Okay. Right. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. I'm just trying to be all innovative. No, no, that's great. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, man, we've got uh, some great things happening tonight on this show. But first, we've got some great things happening just in general. For example, coming October 22nd, ladies and gentlemen, man. 
Country Squire Radio live from New Orleans. It's going to be awesome. It's exciting, man. We We, have a date and a time now, right? We got a date. We got a time. We got a location. We got all the stuff that you people have been waiting for. Here is the sitch. We will be October 22nd, New Orleans at the Chicago, nope, not Chicago. So used to saying that in that promotional type ba, voice. Ba, ba, ba. Yeah. Um, it's the Cigar Factory, which is on Decatur. Uh, they've, if you've never been to the Cigar Factory, it's an awesome, awesome place. They actually hand roll the cigars in the factory. They'll be hand rolling it there as we are actively uh, doing the show. Now this, this is where we had our uh, our Country Squire meetup after the Chicago Pipe or uh, New Orleans Pipe Show last year. Is That's that right? exactly right. Yeah, yeah, on Decatur Street, just right there. Uh, I guess on the edge of the quarter. Is that what you'd call that? Yeah, that's uh, that's and, fair, uh, fair. Yeah, yeah. But uh, man, just a just a beautiful spot. Really uh, kind people that work there. Super talented at rolling cigars. Oh make my a, gosh, make a great uh, a great cigar right there in house. And uh, man, they're gonna gonna let us uh, let us set up shop right in their front door. It is gonna be awesome. We're so looking forward to it. They've got great folks out there that we are very much thankful for uh, for letting us have the event. It will be at four fifteen. So everybody show up at four o'clock. Uh, that afternoon. Again, that's the afternoon of October 22nd. Um, some more details to follow. We want to really make it a big, you know, we, we mentioned it on a, on a previous episode, but this, this is really almost like a family reunion. That's kind of the, the spirit of what we're all wanting to do. We're all going to want to go down, meet up. We'll do a live broadcast. We want you guys to be there for it. Uh, we also want to encourage you to buy some uh, cigars, even though we are yeah. pipe folks, buy some yeah. cigars from Absolutely, uh, yeah. the good place, uh, the good folks at the, uh, the scar factory in new Orleans while you're there. Mm-hmm. More information as we get closer, but now you have a date. You've got a location. You've got a time. You've got all the details you need to go ahead and book your flight, book your hotel, make it happen. Join us. Let's have some fun in New Orleans. I think it's going to be a blast. Looking forward to uh, getting a chance to meet some new people and then also connect with uh, some folks we haven't seen in a while. I'm so excited, man. Every time I think about going to New Orleans, I get chill bumps. You know, really? It's one, of yeah. those, it, it's one of those things that um, you know we don't do often enough, even though we're only three hours away. That's we're true. just so yeah. close. But, uh, man, it, it's great. It's just uh, such a such a fun city with such an interesting history. The uh, culinary delights are uh, all over the place, and uh, man, we'll be we'll be smoking it up. It'll be a lot of fun. It's going to be a blast, man. It's going to be an absolute blast. Oh, and speaking of smoking it up, one of the reasons why we wanted uh, very much to do it at the Cigar Factory is because yeah. that is one of the very few places in New Orleans that you can't actually smoke. That's so right. That's the great that's thing. Right. Bring your pipes and your tobacco as well. It's it's going to be a blast. Um, also, this week, you know, we mentioned last week, but that we will actually, uh, or I will actually be in San Francisco later this week. And, uh, and, you know, we were going to try to do a meetup. It sounds like we've, we've got kind of some scheduling that's kind of up in the air. So if we do it, I think it is going to be mm-hmm. on Wednesday night. Okay. So that's the night that this okay. podcast goes out. Yeah. Uh, so if you happen to be in the San Francisco area and you yeah. want to meet up, uh, follow me on Twitter and I will post out more information as it kind of becomes available. It's going to be kind of interesting, man. The, I mean, we've got this big trip and, and we've got all these meetings that we've had to kind of reschedule and move around. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a little crazy, but, um, but anyway, I'm looking forward to it. No, it's, it's going to be really exciting. Yeah. Uh, I, I know everyone's fired up about it. Hey, oh, have we talked see. about the Texas pipe show yet? We have not talked about the Texas pipe Man, show. Man, it, it's exciting because they actually have set a date for next <gasps> year. Uh, October 7th, it's a lock on October 7th, 2017. Uh, the Texas pipe show right outside of Dallas, uh, Fort Worth. Texas, uh, man, put it on your calendar. Um, if you feel like getting your, getting your Texas on, getting your pipe on, um, 
All the above? Yeah. Yeehaw, baby. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Get on, little doggies. Man, that's it. That's it. So uh, I, I know we're all really excited about it. But um, yeah, just come on. Uh, we'll, we'll be there, I'm sure, in, in some capacity. And uh, man, looking forward to, to Dallas-Fort Worth in, uh, in, on October 7th of 2017. It's good, man. Hey, yeah. uh, before we start getting a little bit deeper into the meat and potatoes here, uh, last week at the shop, you had a, a cigar event, correct? We did. Yeah, it was great. You know, we um, are doing a, a little more cigar business than we used to uh it's kind of funny actually we've got this uh a local competitor shop they uh had some readjustments at at their shop i won't mention them by name we've got some friends over there but um but anyway some of the regulars left and they've started coming over here now and so we all of a sudden our cigar business has kind of uh gone through the roof and we were like well let's do a cigar event we'll try it on for size and so we uh we did man it was it was great you know it's funny though all the pipe guys that were here that night uh, and, and several of which smoke cigars and, and enjoy their time, but they were commenting on how you know how smoky it was in here, and, and it just goes to show you how different pipe smoke and cigar smoke can be. How interesting! You know, I love a cigar and I, I smoke them regularly, but it's one of those things. The smoke is so much heavier and it lingers so much more than a uh, than a pipe, and so the I don't know if it's the particles or. Are, are larger or, or it's just a denser smoke. I'm not sure, but, um, you know, cigar smoke is just so much more prolific than pipe smoke. I mean, yeah. we had these two smoke eaters in here going full blast at the same time. I mean, if, if this room were full of pipes, like you wouldn't hardly be able to tell, but, uh, man, it was full of cigars and dude, uh, it was, uh, it, it was, it was smoky. Yeah, it was smoky, but we had, we had a great time. It was a lot of fun. What, what is the technical term for the, uh, the quote unquote smoke eater? I think it's a, a, a smoke. Is that is that what it's called? Oh no! Well, you, you mean like an air purifier or whatever or that, a, the the big thing that hovers and occasionally pops with electricity from time to time. Oh yeah, that thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, yeah. That that that's our smoke eater. Yeah, okay. it just makes it makes noises kind of like a bug zapper. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. The thing about it is they, you know, people think it's got a short in it. It kind of has this electrical arcing noise, but actually, that's where the smoke, the the particles of dust, actually get caught in those cells and kind of uh, zap Fry a little up. bit. Yeah. So anyway. <laughs> Uh, it, it, it's totally, when, when you hear Fortunately, that. Fortunately, it's good because there's nothing flammable around here. That would be really concerning. No, no, yeah, nothing flammable in this <laughs> shop at all. Yeah, at, at all. This is, yeah, this is, uh, <laughs> this is the, uh, fire sergeant's, uh, wildest, wonderful dream. Yeah. I know, right? That's crazy. <laughs> uh, I was just curious because at some point maybe we should talk about that because that, the one that you've got up there, I feel like has been up here since the dark ages. Yeah. I'd, be, I'd just be interested to know kind of what's going on. No, like, Charlemagne himself may have actually manufactured that smoky. Yeah, that might be. Yeah. That might be. <laughs> uh, all right, man. Good stuff. And you know what else is good stuff? Bean fruit coffee. Bean fruit coffee. <laughs> How about that for a transition? It sure is, man. Gosh, every uh, every time I enjoy a cup of bean fruit coffee, uh, which is sold here locally at many of our coffee shops, but uh, is also available online, um, I, I can definitely taste the difference and uh, and know you will too. You know, the great thing is, like you said, it is available for a lot of different shops, uh, restaurants as well in the Mississippi area. But you don't have to come all the way down to Mississippi to enjoy fine quality coffee. Like you said, go to beanfruit.com, use the code CSR at checkout, get yourself 5% off when you're buying your coffee. It helps them, it helps us, it helps you because you get excellent quality coffee and the wake up in the morning that you need. Now, here's the wake up that you need right now for this show. We are talking, ladies and gentlemen, pipe culture. Now, pipe culture is a series that we do. Uh, that we've done for for many many years, and and the way that this works is we kind of 
almost take a uh, outside looking in or, or maybe more of an inside looking in uh, <laughs> look at the culture that surrounds the pipe, not just the the nerdy aspects of you know the mm-hmm. the cut and the carve and the shape and the you know various tobaccos, but but the culture that that kind of permeates throughout yeah, the kind different, of kind of stepping back and looking at ourselves really absolutely yeah, as as a pipe smoking community. Yeah, this is uh, you know to some extent this is like a sociological uh, uh, examination. Mm-hmm. You know we we are uh, here. There is a, a glass wall in which we are looking out upon the pipe community and gathering information to analyze and but no i'm just kidding it's nothing that scientific <laughs> well basically all we do is we we basically you know pick topics that we feel really kind of uh are have shared experience within the pipe community and put it out to you guys to gather your feedback as a community and and share it here on the show as i mentioned uh in the episodes leading up to this one it's really a chance for us to turn the mics around yeah let your guys voices be heard as it relates to these different aspects of pipe culture now historically Whenever we do these things, we always get at least one kind of, I, I hate to say negative. Yeah, but it, it, it's a critique of maybe our um, uh, premise for doing that particular episode. There's I always guess. a pushback yeah. of like, you know, why are you guys trying why to make this? Why are you this, talking about this? Yeah, why yeah. are you trying to make this more than just pipes and pipe tobacco or something of that nature? Right, why, right. Why do, you know, is this a weird hipster thing or something like that? And, you know, we, we respect all the feedback that we get and we appreciate all, all uh, you know, anyone who would take the time to send us their thoughts. But at the same time... That that always happens. There's always at least one, yeah. except for yeah. this time. And, and and it's funny because this is this is a bit of a stretch. I mean, we, but but at the same, I mean, we're talking about pipes and and pets. We're talking right? about pipes and pets. Pipes and pets, which which is funny. You know, I, I when I hear this, I'm thinking, well, that's kind of a stretch. But we got so much. Uh, feedback and so much interaction, uh, folks just uh, discussing some of their daily rituals and how it really does uh, involve some of their uh, four-legged and uh, other-legged friends, and, uh, and, <laughs> right. and so we're uh, yeah we're we're thrilled about that. Yeah, you know, you know, to me, man, there there is you know the, when you think about smoking a pipe, especially in this day and age, I mean, it's kind of like what we were talking about last week in in terms of fiction. If you if you see the pipe used by a character, then the the director or the story creator. They, they were they were doing that intentionally, yeah, specifically. Sure. It's not something that's culturally commonly done. Sure. Uh, therefore, to incorporate that person into pipe culture means that you're trying to communicate something about the pipe itself. There is something iconic about uh, you know the the imagery of sitting down smoking your pipe. And you know, having your your cat on your lap or your dog right next to you. Yeah, old old, old Fido. Exactly. I mean, you know, there's there's look, John David Cole. I mean, this is a man that when you see him, like he. Nobody takes that much time with that much hair <laughs> and is not unaware of how they are perceived visually by society. In contrast, when someone has this kind of hair, you know this person doesn't care what society thinks of them visually. <laughs> but my point is that when you know you think about John David Cole, Tobacco Jesus sitting back with his pipe this is on his porch with his dog like that there's just there's an imagery that goes with that yeah sure well and and you think of the old the old grandfather or grandpa kind of sitting there uh you know in his rocking chair slowly with maybe a hound dog by his side and um and, and yeah i mean it, you know and and nowadays a lot of times that translates into um you know those of us that work a nine to five or or mm. otherwise getting home late loosening up that tie going out back or on the front porch having a having a cocktail and and a pipe and, 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 you know, the, you know, old, old, old Fido is, is, is there a lot, you know, it, or it really is. Does or, anyone really name their dog Fido anymore? I'm going to do it one day. One I'm, I'm going to do it one day because no one, I've never seen a dog named Fido, named Fido ever. Fair enough. Have, have you? 
Now, it's been a while. No, I, you're going to bring it back. I have never seen a dog named Fido. Right. And like, a, and and I think my I, I think that means faithful. In oh, Latin. is that right? I think that's right. Oh. Which is a really good name. That like, is a, good it's a name. solid name, yeah. right? But uh, but yeah, I, I, there are no Fido dogs anymore. All right. Well, you, you bring it back. I How, think what about Tom Katz? Do you see Tom Katz? I actually had a cat named Tom. You had a cat. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing. It, okay. was, it was a while back. Yeah. Uh, Tom ran away. He went to go live at the farm upstate. All right, so we got some great <laughs> stuff here. Uh, man, let's kick it off. We've, we've got so many different uh, thoughts and feedback that was sent in. And first of all, thank you to everybody who sent in your feedback. Uh, first one comes in from J.R. Max, who writes in and says, Occasionally, uh, I occasionally have a pipe as I walk my dog or play with them in the yard, uh, but it's mostly my cats sitting on my lap while I sit in my chair and enjoy my bowl. Yeah, yeah. You know, the, uh, the dog walking aspect of it, I actually remember when I got my dog, actually our, our first dog, who unfortunately is no longer with us, um, when I kind of announced to the world that uh, Gibbs was joining the family, yeah, um, yeah, a lot of actually pipe smokers kind of tweeted me saying, "Hey, get ready, man! You've got a whole new excuse to go out and smoke your pipe when That's you're walking." That's exactly your dog. right. It, it it becomes a treat for both you and the dog, right? Yeah, and yeah. so it's kind of your shared time of the day. It's like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna do this together. I'm gonna get out. I'm gonna um kind of disconnect from all the noise and all the chaos, maybe at home and certainly at work. And and I'm gonna bring my friend with me that requires very little attention, very little emotional. <laughs> You know, awareness or connectedness, other than just being present with you, uh, and 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 this dog is going to be thrilled to get out, and I'm going to smoke my pipe, and 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 you know, if you had a tail, you'd wag it then too. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> we got up next uh, from Eric. Is it Rise or Reese? How do you how do you pronounce that? Uh, I I don't know. Eric Reese, maybe. Oh, that's good. Um, yeah, he says uh, I had a recent interaction with my blue tick coonhound that made me think of you guys. My dogs always get excited when we get a package in the mail. We order all their medicine, toys, and treats online. Last time I received a big package from Pipes and Cigars, my hound dog uh, got really, really excited. As I unpacked the box and put the bulk stuff I ordered into jars, he was sniffing away as if it was all for him. After I put the jars on the shelf, he sat and stared at the tobacco for a long while, occasionally looking back at me to see if I would give him something, uh, Eric. And, uh, you know, he might have, he may have just wanted a little Christmas cheer. Or, you know, maybe some one cue. I mean, I, I, I don't know. Maybe, you know, <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe, maybe your dog has, uh, has a, has a taste for the good stuff. You but. know, it's interesting. There's a, there's a popsicle place I'm, I'm thinking of at the moment that's kind of local here and they, they offer. Yeah, Deep South, our friend Jake. Well, no, it's actually not Deep South. Oh, another one. Yeah, Never yeah. Mind. yeah Just they, kidding. Deep South doesn't allow dogs in, but this is another place that does and they actually have a, uh, a, a doggy popsicle. And oh, if you bring right? your dog, yeah, yeah. There's, then they give you a, like a, a popsicle. Well, it's not, you know, it's not a real popsicle, but it's like a popsicle with dog yeah. food on it or something like that. To yeah, I like that. Dog. Yeah. Maybe we, maybe that should start happening. Whatever you send around the, uh, uh, little 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 tobacco maybe for the dog. A mail order, yeah, maybe <laughs> maybe a, a pipe treat for the dog. Yeah, uh, you know the main I, thing I is I could see where that could that could be fun. I'd be a little scared if you gave him like a treat that actually looked like a pipe. And actually, we've got a, one of our <laughs> listeners sends in some some similar feedback there in just a minute. Uh, but first, we got one from uh, from a user. This is a guy on Reddit, right? And he he typically sends in. I'm assuming it's a guy, maybe a gal. Uh, it typically sends in comments whenever we do pipe culture. And I know that the name you particularly love because uh, you've commented it on in the past. This is from Uncle Jack Deserved It. Right. He <laughs> <laughs> says, uh, every time I grab my pipe, my dog runs outside with me and hops up in my lap. Also, if I'm on the front porch uh, with the front door open, she must smell the tobacco and run towards it. Again, my lap. 
Uh, so yeah, so there is, you know, you think about dogs and their sense of smell. Yeah. I mean, what, well, it don't, don't, doesn't take a dog scent to figure out what's going on when you smell that pipe. And, and they're also creatures of ritual and rhythm, mm. much like mm. the pipe smoker. <laughs> and so, you know, we, you think about, you know, as a, as a regular pipe smoker, someone that uh, enjoys the procedure, someone enjoys the, you know, selecting the right pipe and, you know, putting, putting the tobacco out, if it's a flake, maybe breaking it apart, loading it properly and all these things. And, and, and your dog... Um, is picking up on these rhythms and is doing the same thing. And so, you know, whenever you grab that pipe, uh, the, the dog uh, is going to gravitate towards that too, if that's kind of a thing that y'all share together. And so, uh, you know, it's just like anything. The dog starts to associate the pipe with uh, with time with you. And and, and I, good, I love yeah. that. I think it's beautiful. That's good. Next up uh, from uh, Crimblade. Crimblade, he says, my dog definitely plays a part in it. I'm assuming he's talking about pipe smoking. Uh, most of the time I get to enjoy the pipe is spent either in the backyard with him throwing a Frisbee between puffs or going for a long walk with him trotting beside. Uh, it's to the point where he'll start getting super excited when he sees me prepping or preparing a pipe. That kind of excitement used to be reserved for getting his leash. And it kind of goes back to what we were just talking about, the whole concept of, um, you know, they're associating these things with, you know, the event itself, the enjoyment of, you know, either getting to go on the porch or, or go on the walk. And, uh, and, and, you know, that pipe now that, uh, you know, you, you, when you start to reach for the pipe cabinet or your cellar, you know, your dog is kind of associating <laughs> right. that with, oh, it's time to like, you know, go, you know, pee in the bushes kind of thing. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. Alligator Gar also uh, kind of agrees with that same sentiment. He says, my dogs go sit by the humidor and cellar after dinner because they know what's up. Yeah, I like that. I like that. <laughs> now, as I mentioned, you know, if, if you were to give your dog a treat that happened to look like a pipe, it might be kind of dangerous. Yeah. Uh, because some dogs like the pipe maybe a little bit too much. <laughs> this is really good. As is the case with uh, Bill Carn. Now, yeah. what, is, what does Bill have to say? Yeah, Bill says, my dog ate about $1,000 worth of pipes. Oh! Yeah, we, we, should just, we should just stop there and just grieve for a minute. I, I, moment yeah, of silence? Moment of silence. God bless them. Um, and also with you, but Man. yeah, the, 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 you know, that, that's, that's worth, uh, worth a moment of silence. He says, my dog ate about a thousand dollars worth of pipes. She also ate eyeglasses, a couch, <laughs> a laptop, two phones, a couple of spatulas, a hundred rolls of toilet paper Ooh. and paper towels, shirts, shorts, books, and shoes. Uh, she, and then he immediately say, pivots by saying, this is the most kind, gentle, and inspiring <laughs> creature I have ever met. <laughs> she just turned three. She's a German Shepherd, Weimaraner mix. Her name is Kamala. Uh, man, what a great uh, what a great name. What a great dog. Um, I, how did you not beat the ever-living tar out of this dog? I mean... <laughs> Maybe you did. I don't know. But uh, yeah, it, it's funny. You know, they, um, you know it, she, she had a, a taste for fine... Uh, fine tobacco. Uh, I think my thing uh, with my dog, of course, I have a dog. Uh, her name is Penny. She's an American Brittany Spaniel. And she's one of those uh, creatures that, you know, she's just real ADHD, kind of like her dad. And so, um, you know, she she interacts with everything she sees that's new. And it's I, I relate to her a lot. I think if I were in dog form, I would be uh, Penny, my, my dog. But, but whenever she sees uh, pipe tobacco, particularly tobacco that's loose, that's fallen on the ground, she's on top of it immediately. And uh, and my whole job while I'm setting up my pipe and kind of getting getting ready for smoking is to keep my dog from eating my pipe tobacco. Right. So, it, I mean, you think about it. It smells good. Right. Uh, to her, it probably, you know, tastes really interesting. And Remind Reminds her of you. Remi I mean, reminds her of me, you know, obviously. So, uh, you know, she, uh, you know, she wants to consume this stuff. And so my whole uh, goal when I smoke my pipe around my dog is to keep her from eating 
uh, my delicious pipe tobacco. How, has she ever gotten into it? Like, I, I, you know, I, she's eaten a few leaves here and there, but yeah. I, so far, to my knowledge, she's never eaten uh, mass quantities. I bet if you put that twist in front of her, she would like go to town. On no, it. she would. Yeah, that, and that, it would, the, it the would twist come back tobacco. To no, it would. It would. <laughs> I'm sure there would be a vet bill involved in that. Uh, but I'd love. I'll be honest. I'd love to see Penny on uh, on nicotine. I, I think that'd be great. I just looked up Wimmerainer. 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 Yeah. A very large dog. And so like the combination of being such a large dog. dog, Oh, gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, But the combination of that with the German Shepherd, I can imagine probably being able to put away quite a bit like a goat. Um, (laughs) We also got uh, Razzle who said, my dog is a seven-year-old pit bull named Boo. Uh, he plays Boom. a huge role into my enjoyment of the pipe. I come home from work every night and take her out uh, and fire up uh, one of my cobs. Makes for a good 15 to 20 minute end of the day. She's usually waiting by the door for me when I come home. She perks up every time I reach for my pipe because it means that, uh, it means it's either time for walk or a good belly rub. I love that, man. I, yeah, yeah. Creature, creatures of habit, you know, and, and, and of rhythm. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's yeah, it's funny because like I said, uh, you know, with this particular uh, thought I did, or with this particular topic, I thought we'd get some pushback and, and uh, the typically whenever we get pushback, that's where the enthusiasm lies. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. No, nobody ever wants to just push back and be like, oh, I don't know, that's that's probably not a good idea. Like, you know, it's <laughs> always like... They're going to tell you why and like, you know, give, give you a whole... Uh, Thesis of reason. Exactly. Now, this next one, when I read it, I read it with the kind of enthusiasm that typically comes with the negative. Yeah. But of course, this is quite positive. Yeah. Uh, this comes from Roz. Yeah. Roz says, uh, are you kidding? Of course my dogs are part of it. Uh, my Chihuahua Cody loves tobacco almost as much as I do. He helps me pick my cigars. He'll sniff each one of them and then select one for us. Wow, that's <laughs> I mean, impressive. Wow, how? I like a good drug dog. I yeah. mean, seriously. Uh, that's crazy. <laughs> since I've started on the pipe, I'll hold out different tins, pouches, and jars to him. Him, and the one that makes him wiggle and wag his tail usually is the one I'll pick for the evening. Uh, he never has steered me wrong yet. He also shares my general dislike of Latakia and leans towards Virginia's and lately Burley's. Uh, man, I, I, I wonder if you could breed this, this animal. How could this you train your dog excellent. to do that? That's incredible. Uh, he says, for cigars, he also shares my love of Maduro's. He has had uh, he has to be on my lap or beside me when I smoke my pipe or my cigars and wants to constantly get in my face and smell my mustache and beard and get <laughs> a little taste for himself. Uh, I, I'm really liking this. I, the imagery here is, is great. Uh, he's a tobacco fiend. <laughs> I'll try very hard to keep the smoke away from him, but that doesn't stop him from getting up in my grill every chance he gets while I'm smoking. Uh, he's quite the man's dog, despite being a little bitty thing. He loves tobacco and whiskey. Um, and and I, he says, I have to watch him carefully to make sure I keep him out of the <laughs> I lay scotch that he'll dive his face into head first if I'm not super careful. <laughs> you know, the uh, peaty leathery stuff uh, that most people shy away from. <laughs> so that that's exactly right, man. You, you nailed it. I, I think all the good stuff there. Uh, y- your dog is uh, is on point with, and I, you know, we, we should talk about you know maybe some kind of breeding operation. I'm telling Just you, saying. man, that sounds incredible. Here's 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 the question though. Uh, could, have you ever seen a drunk chihuahua? I have not. Nor have I. I wouldn't mind seeing them. I'm just saying, like, based, I I don't want to damage what is clearly the most gifted, like, chihuahua that God has ever put on the earth. I don't want to damage the brain there. But at the same time, like, you know, if this chihuahua keeps going for the scotch, it's such a little bitty thing. Like, imagine (laughs) a glass of scotch is about the size of most chihuahuas. 
That's true. Depending on how you pour yeah, it. Or their head, you know. Well, yeah. depends on how you pour it. Yeah, that's that's true. <laughs> <laughs> but I got to tell you, man, I would, I would, uh, I'd love to see it. Uh, we got a lot of dog love. Of course, we did kick it off with uh, some mention of a cat. We did have uh, Jax who mentioned, my tuxedo cat won't leave home without his Savinelli dress pipe. <laughs> nice. I don't know what that means, that's but I just great. love the imagery. I, I don't, I'm not even sure Savinelli makes a dress pipe anymore, but I know Dunhill oh, does and it? they are beautiful. And, uh, and, and, you know, a tuxedo cat would need a solid dress pipe, I, I think. But, you know, a, as a cat would do, you know, it, it would have to be a very particular blend of tobacco. Otherwise, they just won't have much to do with it. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I mean, a, a tuxedo cat is your uh, black cat with the white belly. I just think it'd be like white, yeah, yeah. white accent. Because yeah. Jack, you, you remember Jack? Yeah, sure. Yeah, do. Jack is no longer with us. Bless uh, his heart. I yeah. know. But, uh, but he, he was very, like, that is exactly when, when I think tuxedo cat, he was that, except he had a little half mustache that was right to the left yeah, side of his yeah. cheek. It was, it was white on his face, except for that little black mustache. Although if you moved it just slightly to the center, Cat Hitler. <laughs> or Cat Charlie Chaplin. Or Cat Cat but, Charlie. But right. he didn't have the hat, so. Right. Cat Hitler. Right. <laughs> He's no longer with us. I loved that cat so much. But, he, was um, a, he was a good kitty. He yep. was. Well, guys, thank you all so much. I, let me actually just check real quick, because I know we got some Facebook messages. I kind of put it in uh, earlier today, and I've seen yeah, a few yeah. roll in. Kind of come through. Yeah. So let me... This uh, is great. It, it, it made me uh, you know, think a lot about my own experiences with, with Penny yeah. uh, while smoking a pipe, a lot of which come, you know, particularly right after I cut the grass, which is always fun. But uh, <laughs> So I'm just covered in all these incredible smells, you know, typically involving uh you know the yard <laughs> and it's that one more thing that uh you know stimulates kind of her senses and uh and she's always a big fan so it's pretty special have you ever had a dog other than penny like for you like you personally say it again have you ever had a dog other than penny like before uh, penny yeah yeah well when i you know growing up i had a shetland sheepdog named sam and um, yeah, Samson was a um, just a long-haired Shetland sheepdog, kind of like kind of like Lassie, but like a it basically a lot of folks call them miniature collies. They look oh, like yeah. a collie, but but small. And um, yeah, he was great. But that was uh, that was well before my pipe smoking days. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> but but in your kind of solo adult career, Penny's, yeah, Penny's Pen- the man, only. Penny's it. Yeah, gotcha. she's the love of my life. Yeah, we had we had a ton of cats <laughs> growing up, and then um, we we just you know Gibbs, we we tried out Gibbs for a couple of months, and he wasn't the right fit for our family. Yeah, and then of course we have Isley now, and Isley's the most perfect dog. Ever. She she's a peach. She's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um, looks like we've got some uh, some more cat love though on the Facebook. Can uh, I? Kanaha, hope I'm pronouncing that correct, <laughs> said, my cat Molly loves uh, to swat pipe cleaners down the hallway. Uh, I have to make sure she doesn't fish uh, a used one out of the, gar- of the garbage or steal one from the pile on my desk. Nice. Uh, we also have got uh, from Jason Naff who says, I have a young blue healer. Uh, I named him Podo after one of my favorite literary characters, Podo Helmer. Uh, an old salty pipe smoking pirate from the Wing Feather saga by Andrew Peterson. If you like C.S. Lewis, you'd love the Wing Feather books. So, nice. Great nice. stuff. A um, couple more on here as well. Guys, we've gotten so many great uh, comments and, and thoughts emailed in and Facebook messaged in. Y'all are so wonderful whenever we do these uh, pipe culture episodes. Uh, and so we, we thank you. We thank you all. And, uh, and you know, in the future, be looking out in the future for, for more pipe culture discussions. But I think it's safe to say, 
that pets do play a role in pipe culture. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they certainly do, uh, you know, even from a um, kind of an archetype standpoint, you know, you what like you mentioned before, kind of in your mind, what you think of as, uh, you know, pipe smoker. You know, you've got your, uh, you know, porch and maybe your glass of whiskey and uh, and a lot of times your, your, your friend, your dog. Yeah. I love it, man. Yep. Absolutely. Well, hey, and we're actually, we're getting some pictures in from folks uh, right now as y'all are tuning in. Uh, smoking your pipe with your dog, and so we're we're, we're t- retweeting those out as we're getting those. Thank y'all so much. Um, you know, I love that photo of uh, of Joe Wright. Uh, he's got his uh, his cat kind of perched behind him, and uh, in a in a big old blocky headed uh, uh, dog right next to him with his uh, <laughs> with his Briar Nation shirt on. That's uh, that's really sweet. That's right. He's got uh, like Noah's Ark up in there. Yeah. No. Exactly. Noah, pipe smoker. Probably. Maybe. I would think so. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure we'll have some theologians comment on that. I know. That'll be great. Love, love to get that feedback. Well, man, good stuff. And you know what else is good stuff? Man, corncob pipes. Corncob pipes from Missouri Meerschaum. That's right. That's hey, right. Missouri Meerschaum. And, and tonight, we actually want to talk about the little devil. Oh, yeah. let's talk about the little devil. And, and, and this is really cool. You know, a couple weeks ago, we talked about a, um, a this this kind of uh, hobby that's becoming a thing, and that's uh, modifying corncob pipes. Oh, a lot let, of, let's be honest. It's become a thing. We're just late to the party. We're just late to the party. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah. we, we've never really done it ourselves, or at least I haven't. You have a modified corncob pipe, and, uh, and, and and now the shop does, too. And, and and this is beautiful. This is actually from listener Lonnie Lowry. Uh, Lonnie, a longtime listener from um, Ohio, he actually has sent us a little devil cob that he has gone full on Bob Ross with. I mean, a hardcore <laughs> Bob Ross. And, and it's amazing. I'm going to take some close-up shots just so we can uh, we, we can really uh, you know let folks appreciate this better. But he's got our uh, logo on the side with a little pipe and uh, just some beautiful uh, man trees. There's a waterfall, all kinds of like a meadow with some clouds. It's just it's incredible. And and man, this is the uh, this is the little devil uh, cob from Missouri Meerschaum. So uh, it's a gorgeous little pipe. You know the, the really pretty. The little devil is uh, is is real real sharp. You know, doesn't take up much space. If if you're talking about traveling, it's a great travel pipe. That's right. Um, I've That's actually right. I've got one very similar to it. Uh, that was a gift from the good folks at Missouri Meerschaum, and I absolutely love it. Yeah. Uh, this one, like you mentioned in particular, having this wonderful artwork on it from listener. What was listener's name again? Lonnie. Lonnie, Lonnie. Lowry. Yeah. All right, Lonnie. I got to ask you. Did they say like specifically Bob Ross inspired? Uh, well, because I mean the I artwork. I can't remember if he did or not, but yeah, it, it's basically a picturesque like pastoral scene of you know we've got again waterfall trees happy little bushes <laughs> it's incredible i mean the style is very much but like even like the, yeah. the highlights and everything you yeah. can almost hear bob ross saying hey we're gonna put this happy little tree right there he doesn't sound that you, brush stroke that no you can't it just kind of makes that little sound yeah yeah, yeah. but he, he's he put a lot of hard work in it lonnie we really appreciate it man and i, I just want you to know this is uh this is something that we'll we will find a treasured place for right here at the uh, at the country squire, and uh, you know I, I I would love to tell you how this smokes, but I'm not going to smoke it. I, I I don't think I could do that. Well, so. I will tell you from uh, what I've been able to smoke from my little devil, which is uh, quite a bit. It smokes yeah. like a dream. Yeah. Yours might not have the artwork on it, but doesn't matter. You can put you can use it for a beautiful canvas, or you can use it for a great smoke. That's it. Head over to Missouri Meerschaum, pick yourself up one today. Let them know that we sent you. That's it. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C., As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Pipe question of the week. All right, ma'am. Pipe question of the week. Yeah, what we got? All right, this comes in from Mark VV. We know Mark. We love Mark. He says, I'm fairly meticulous about cleaning. Uh, maybe not around the house, but at least my pipes. <laughs> use- yeah, the living room's a wreck, but right. my pipes are all clean. Right, right. At least, at least you got the standard somewhere. Uh, I use pipe cleaners after every smoke, so a question that I figured will help me and other relative novices is that sometimes I find some of the tobacco will adhere to the walls of the bowl and will come off if I scrape with a pipe tool. Is it better just to leave the tobacco, or will it go rancid and sour the pipe after the flavors uh, I taste or and affect the flavors that I taste. Do you risk the pipe or uh, cake if I scrape it out? Again, yeah. this is Mark VV, our, our buddy down in uh, NOLA. Yeah. yeah. And love Mark, real good friend of the of the show. And uh, Mark, great question. You know, you, you do often when you get done smoking your pipe, have a lot of these kind of uh, errant uh, you know, particles that are along the side of the bowl and uh, certainly chunks of, you know, tobacco that never got burned or maybe didn't come out when you, you know, finally, uh, you know, got you know, rid your pipe of its ashes. And, um, my, my rule of thumb on this is any, anything in the bowl that is not a, uh, natural cake, uh, where it is, uh, uniform, 
uh, where, where the cake is uniform. If the cake is not uniform, if there's something in the bowl that threatens the kind of uniformity of the cake, okay, right. then I'm going to take that out. And right. so basically what I'll do, I'll scrape the side of the uh, pipe inside with my pipe tool, uh, you know, just real gently to kind of get just any loose particles off. And then uh, a lot of times I'll just take my pinky and kind of stick in there and just rub around and just anything that comes out with that, uh, I'll take out as well. Check but, yeah. it for lumps. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to check it for lumps. That's yeah. what you got to do. Yeah. Uh, it's very important. Oh, yeah. Um, no, it's yeah, extremely. You should do that regularly. But, I, I do. Yeah. Um, and so, my pipe too. <laughs> and, that's, that's great. But uh, yeah, I, I, on average, anything that does not uh, contribute to an even cake on the inside of the bowl, um, I, I would I would remove from the bowl. And, and generally that goes, you know, uh, to say for uh, loose tobacco particles that are still in there. So a lot of times, you know, when I'm done with my bowl, I'll kind of take my uh, check tool or, you know, whatever my uh, instrument is that I'm using and I'll kind of gently go around the uh, you know, side there, kind of fluff up all the ashes and then gently dump them out. G- typically, we'll kind of tamp or tap the uh, the top of the bowl on my palm and let the ashes fall out. And then if there's anything loose, errant in there that just kind of doesn't look like maybe it, it belongs, um, that's when I'll either take my pinky and, and just gently rub it out or take my pipe tool and kind of uh, kind of gently uh, scrape it off the side. So, yeah, but I think it's a good idea to do that. You, you, want, your, um, you want your cake to have an even... Uh, you know, an evenness to it. But then you also, uh, you know, want it to stay fresh. And I think keeping all the, you know, loose particles out there that are not a part of the cake, uh, you know, is a, is a good idea. All right. Let me, let me propose a hypothetical to you. Yeah. You clean it out your bowl. You've kind of got, you found a lump, right? You found the, you want to try to clean it out. You clean it out, but lo and behold, the chunk went deeper than the cake that's around the bowl. So now you actually have a divot as opposed to a lump. See what I'm saying? I, you lost me at, at lump or di- or divot. <laughs> well, all right. So does yeah, that not, so, maybe that doesn't happen. I, I was just thinking like if you've got a cake built up that you yeah. like and is good and you're cleaning out your bowl, but you've got kind of some unevenness, right? So maybe like a flake or something is kind of stuck down in there. You go to remove the flake, but in so doing, you've now created instead of a, a bump into your, yeah into the rim of it, actually kind of a divot or like a indention down into the cake so the cake is no longer even but rather than jutting out sink it back in i i see what you're saying almost if you like remove too much or something exactly yeah Yeah. and i I don't think that's necessarily what mark is talking about here but um yeah occasionally that will happen you know if you've got kind of this um you know charred portion on the side and you're like man if i could just scrape a little bit of that out and then you and then you do and you know before you know it kind of half the cake comes out yeah, so yeah, yeah. um that's why you know you don't want to be way too picky uh when it you know is just a carbon layer in there um and and that's also the handiness of a reamer one of these senior pipe tools that you'll find that uh kind of looks like something off Star Wars or something you know you buy them for $35 online but uh they're these uh reamers that you put down in there will adjust to the width of your bowl and then scrape it real evenly so that's that's always a plus too Interesting, but yeah. um but yeah you do want to try if you're doing that to um you know to keep your cake <laughs> as even as possible and um you know if that does happen you, you know you may decide to remove some of the cake on the other side of the bowl uh, just to kind of bring it back down to evenness or maybe ream it. But um, yeah, you know, that's uh, that's unfortunate. Occasionally that does happen. I think about my wife when she goes out to, to trim the bushes outside, like she'll get a little bit too overzealous on one side and then she'll try to even it out on the other side, but then it goes down <laughs> and then it's like, you know, before what, you know it, you don't have any bushes. Let's just rip out the bushes altogether. <laughs> it's kind of like that. Well, great question, Mark VV. Yeah, hey, good question. If you've got a pipe question of the week, please send it in CSR at potisteri.com. Quick, quick fire, fire with, with the squire. squire. Quick fire question. Ow! All right, these 
your fire questions come in from thispipelife.com. And hey, speaking of listeners that we love, Pappy Joe. Oh, man. Pappy Joe sent in something. Man, Pappy Joe actually on thispipelife.com on that thread, he, he sent in a ton. And so I, I like uh, sprinkling them in from time to time. Uh, these are super, super nerdy. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah, I'll do what I can. I think you know these people. <laughs> I think we're okay. Uh, Captain, and these are fighting, by the way. Okay. So like oh, versus. Oh, oh, fighting. Okay. It's a battle. Got it. I don't think a rap battle. I think it's more like. Like literally throwing down. Like a literal, like, okay. Yeah. All right. Here we go. <laughs> Captain Kirk versus Captain Jack. Uh, Kirk Enterprise. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jack Sparrow. Jack Sparrow, right. right. Uh, Captain Kirk. This is the tale of Captain Jack Sparrow, pirate so brave <laughs> on the seven seas. That's right. I, I forgot about that. I love that. <laughs> it's so really good. good. <laughs> Mystical. I'm not going to go the whole thing. No, don't. don't. Uh, but, it, but it's fantastic. And you should. What, what is that from? Is that? It's uh, a Lonely Island. It's Lonely Island, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. They've got, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Michael Bo- Bolton. Bolton. Michael Bolton. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's doing this thing. It's, it's fantastic. That's but anyway. So great. Uh, yeah, you should Google that if you haven't already. <laughs> Links in the show notes. Um, yeah. Uh, but uh, but yeah, I have to go with Captain Kirk. He's got like you know phasers and stuff. He did battle like a lizard, but that lizard looked pretty like, much like a guy in a rubber suit. Uh, Captain Jack <laughs> fought. I feel like if Captain Jack had prep time, then he could outwit Captain Kirk. But in terms of like a straight up battle, if it was no weapons involved, Captain Jack. But since it's oh, see, I was going to go the other way. Since it's weapons involved, I have to go with Captain Kirk. Really? Yeah. Okay, I was going to go the other way. I'm going to give it to Captain Jack. Okay. I, I, yeah. I'm going to give it to Captain Jack. Okay. Uh, Captain America versus Spider-Man. Uh, Spider-Man. That's a tough one. Spider-Man's got the webs and Captain America has the, the underwear. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um, yeah, Spider-Man has the underwears. I mean, spider you got to give it to Spider-Man, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, he's, he's got more superpowers, but Captain America is more experienced and Cat and Spider-Man kind of looks up to Captain America. And yeah. actually in the Civil War movie, Captain America kind of beats Spider-Man. Okay. But in the comics, I'm going to give it to Spider-Man. I, okay. I just, I like Spider-Man more. Uh, Thor versus Hercules. Uh, Hercules. Thor, come on, Hercules. I, I don't know a lot about these things, but, you know, I, I, I just think of Hercules as, um, as being stronger and more versatile. Okay, but see, as strong as Hercules is, and he is, um, Thor is that strong plus lightning. And hammer. And he's got his hammer. Yeah. Right. Um, I'm going to go with Hercules. All right. Fair enough. I'm going to go with Thor. All right. There you go. Great questions, Pappy Joe. <laughs> I'm sure we'll get a lot of great uh, nerd rage on the old Twitters to, to figure out what everybody else thinks. I, I Hats off to the Kirk versus Jack. That that one... That's good. I still don't... I don't yeah, feel very confident even about my answer. You know what I mean? Like, that one might haunt me for a little while. <laughs> might actually put that one out there to uh, Facebook and Twitter at some point this week. But uh, great pipe questions. And hey, that, again, I mean, great quickfire questions. And again, these came in uh, from Pappy Joe through the uh, forums over at thispipelife.com. That's right. Thispipelife.com. I'm a sponsor for this show and a great online community. If you have not done so already, go to thispipelife.com and register to be joined that community. It's absolutely free to do. And you can also enter in the code CSR when you do so to help out this program and let them know that uh, you heard about it here. You know, when you, when you log in, not only do you find a beautiful website, you also find a community of folks ready to talk about pipes, pipe tobacco, you know, with as much as uh, as we we try to do pipes and pipe tobacco justice, right? Um, we are only two guys, and only one of them has any real knowledge. <laughs> you know, if you're looking for a community of knowledge, a community of experience, thispipelife.com is a great place to do it. Again, Absolutely. Enter in the CS. Uh, enter in the code CSR when you sign up to help support this show. Your thoughts. 
your comments. Listener feedback. Listener feedback. This week, we got a follow-up, actually, from last week. Oh, great. Yeah. Uh, Fox uh, wrote in. You know, Fox was the one that was coveting your Bing's favorite. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's right. I think he had asked a question about trying to get one uh, kind of on the cheap, right? That's right. Yeah. That's right. He yeah. says, uh, to Country Squire Radio, hey, Bo, please let Tobacco Jesus know <laughs> our this. pipe <laughs> prayers have been answered. And I found <laughs> a $60 Bing's favorite estate pipe since last week's show, and I love it. Bing's been in the shop helping me build a handmade bookcase <laughs> for a seminary slash pastor friend. Uh, oh, also, my five-year-old girl was watching me sell her my first batch of tobacco yesterday, and I let her smell some Lane's 1Q. Can you guess what she said? Smells like craisins and raisins. <laughs> That's ridiculous. You better teach her to forget those things very <laughs> now Now that she's young. Yeah. I, I mean, I told you, like, you, you can find these deals occasionally as they pop up. Like, uh, you know, as far as a new Bing's favorite goes, it's just one of theirs that... Um, you know, if you're going to get it new, uh, you know, from a for, straight from the dealer, you'll you'll probably pay closer to fuller price. But you know, occasionally on the old uh, on the old interwebs, you'll you'll find one for for cheap. So sixty bucks, that's that's about as good as you can find for a Bing's favorite that's in really good condition. So, uh, congrats, man. Yeah, hope yep. your hope your daughter learns to love that raisin flavored tobacco. Raisin, raisin. Yeah. <laughs> I just love the the word crazen. Yeah. Uh, we also got some in uh, some comments in from uh, Jeremy Davis. You yeah. Read that one? Yeah. Jeremy says you guys should do a budget version of Squire Select for us poor folks sometime. Uh, I recommend Rebel Yell Bourbon. Uh, it's weeded, but still enough corn to be bourbon. About twelve dollars a fifth here. Uh, might be too weak for Bo, but I like it. I'd recommend Peter Stokeby Luxury Twist Flake to pair. Uh, from Jeremy, I, I I will say in our defense, you know, we we did do the old charter twice. Uh, we did it twice. Twice. But we've done old charter. I yeah, mean, yeah, so yeah. so, th- yeah, yeah. so there's one one uh one option for the budget drinker there. Uh, not old charter eight year old, but just old charter eight. Uh, right. hi- highly right. highly recommended. But uh, but yeah, Rebel Yell's pretty good. Yeah, I've I've had it before. Uh, not 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 too bad. So uh, yeah, we'll t- we'll take a look at that. We should do some more budget options as far as some of these uh scotches and things that we pick. A lot of times they're uh you know kind of on the uh more expensive side. Yeah. What what, what is the, what is this deal? I mean, this is really more for question for a Squire Select episode, but what what is the deal about wanting to like like make a bourbon that's as little bourbon as possible? Like it's it doesn't it's it just well, just no, enough corn to get across the line. Well, because they want to call it bourbon, but they don't want to spend a lot of money making it. Well, but then it tastes like wheat. I don't like the wheat. Okay. You don't have to. I'm just, you know, like that that's that's why they make chocolate and vanilla, you know. You get to pick yours. No, and, but they don't make and, they don't make a, a vanilla or they don't make a chocolate that's just chocolate that's enough 51% so that they can call it chocolate. chocolate right. right, exactly. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Call it vanilla, and I can say I don't like vanilla. Don't try to make but, it. But it, but if they could make a chocolate that was 51% chocolate and was really cheap to produce and people would still purchase it, they would do it. Yeah. You know I'm right. No, I know you're right. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> That's absolutely the problem. Well, good stuff. Uh, we've also got one. You know, uh, this is actually an email that we got in about a year ago. Yeah. Uh, I was kind of combing through. He actually sent another email recently, and so I was trying to find this email that he sent and ended up finding this one, and uh, so I wanted to include it. Uh, sometimes That's emails great. fall through the cracks. So yeah. This is yeah. definitely one. It says, Dear Bo and John David, I'm finally all caught up on the podcast. Actually, from a year ago. Yeah, from a year ago. <laughs> actually, for a few months now. So I get to listen to current shows. I just took a road trip to North Carolina, my home state, and loaded old episodes to further my pipe knowledge. 
On one of the episodes, you mentioned that you would like to do an episode on doctors, teachers, and others that enjoy pipe smoking, but it might seem out of the ordinary. I think that that is how y'all phrased it. I think that's how y'all phrased it. Well, I'm a Missouri teacher. Montessori. Sorry. Well, I'm a Montessori teacher here in Memphis who enjoys a pipe. I teach three to six-year-olds at our school, and occasionally I will mention to the parents that I smoke pipes and cigars. They usually find it a bit strange, as if it is uh, not somehow congruent with my career. Uh, Anyways, if y'all do a show on this, I would be happy to share more with y'all. Keep up the great work, and happy smokes. Nielsen. Uh, What a... What an interesting, um, what an interesting comment. Yeah. I, you know, it's kind of like, um, it's kind of like all the teachers that you had in high school, you know, they, uh, that they probably drank beer, but didn't go to the same places to buy beer that your parents did kind of thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. Well, at least at my high school. Right. Right. I, I do recall like when I was in college going to a bar back home. Yeah. And see, running into some of my high school teachers at the bar. I love that. It was it was just a little weird for me. I love that. Like now yeah. it's fine, but I mean, like back then, it's kind of strange. You know, you think uh, you, you think, oh, well, they don't really do that. And what, what's funny is that one of my high school guidance counselors is now a customer of mine at the country choir, and, and she doesn't actually purchase the tobacco for herself. Her uh, her uh, fiance uh, now fiance is a. Um, is a pipe smoker and he comes and shops here, huh. but, but she comes here regularly and buys tobacco from me. Right, right, right. Uh, the guidance counselor who I'm sure put on many, uh, many a no smoking, uh, event in our high school gym. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, it's just kind of funny. You know, I, I love that. I think, uh, I think it's honest, uh, Nelson, that you can, you know, kind of be open with your, you know, kids' parents about, about some of your passions and, uh, hobbies. And, and, and I think you should. Yeah. I, mean, I think that there, there is an interesting, uh, I don't know if it's a pipe culture episode, but but it, it may be a series unto itself of uh, I smoke a pipe, you know, hi, my name or hi, my name is doctor and I smoke a pipe or hi, my name is teacher and I smoke <laughs> and a I'm pipe. a pipe smoker. Right? Yeah. You know, like there, there might be we, we might do something like that. I know. Yeah. Uh, obviously, a while back, we kind of we kind of kicked around the idea and we got. You know, throughout the years, we've had a lot of folks who say, yeah, I'm a doctor and I smoke a pipe and it's awesome. Well, and, and actually, as, as far as the teachers go, we've got a teacher in Mississippi uh, that I'm, I'm aware of right now, just on the top of my head, who, um, you know, intentionally uh, does not have a Facebook account associated with himself because he, you know, is afraid that, you know, some of his pipe smoking cigar interest stuff will pop up on there and he doesn't really want that to, you know, come across his kids' feed. So, um, you know, you know, that's, it's fascinating. It'd be worth maybe looking into. I think so. Yeah. I think so. Absolutely. Well, great feedback across the board and Hey, great comments, thoughts, and uh, stories shared tonight as part of this pipe culture episode. You know, we, we love the community that's kind of uh, wrapped themselves around uh around the show yeah. and we just love the community of, of pipe smokers just in general and so we really appreciate it not not just for uh you know this particular week but always tuning in and uh and you know any any chance we get to give you guys more opportunity to share your thoughts on the show we we want to do that so yeah thank yeah. y'all so much for doing that all right you can also uh do that throughout the week actually if you follow us on facebook facebook.com slash country squire radio you can also keep up with us on twitter <laughs> I'm at the real Bo York. I'm at John David Cole, or you can get us at the shop at at underscore country squire. And of course you can follow the show at squire radio. Be sure also to keep up with me, uh, this week as I will be in San Francisco. Well, that is to say if, if you are in San Francisco, yeah. uh, be sure to uh, keep an eye on, uh, on my Twitter handle as well. Dude, it's exciting. Uh, meet up, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I, it's, it's, uh, you know, we're kind of, 
we'll figure it out as we get along. That's that's the main thing is just trying to figure out scheduling. So it'll be very last minute, but probably Wednesday night. Uh, so hopefully uh, some of y'all will be able to uh, to meet up uh, very last minute, and I, I think it'll be fun. Um, also, there was we, there was a guy actually out in uh, in uh, Los Angeles who actually got with me earlier today about trying to get together, but uh, I don't know if his work schedule is going to work out. So we'll, we'll figure it all out. I think it'll be a lot of fun. Man, exciting time. I know there's a lot of listeners out in the Bay Area and, um, of course, you know, California. Uh, different laws, you know, you may find trouble, you know, finding a place to, to join together and light up, but uh, I'm sure there's some haunts around there that someone locally can uh, can point you I'll to. Just, I was like, do you know who I am? I'm Bo York from Country Squire Radio. And they'll be like, sir, I'm sorry, our restrooms are for customers only. <laughs> <laughs> the world is my restroom, sir. No, I think it'll be Something great. Something like that. <laughs> I think it'll be great. It'll be a lot of fun. Which, by the way, if, if you happen to have any recommendations in terms of just where to eat, what to do, yeah, uh, we, we need that. We need to know. Uh, we need to know how to spend our time. It's exciting. All right, man. Dude, I had a great time. Awesome time talking man, about pipes pets. and pets. Right? Yeah. I mean, I, it, it makes me want to go home right now and uh, cradle my pup and, uh, yeah. and 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 smoke my pipe. And I probably am going to join uh, that with maybe some uh, some some boodles tonight. Some boodles gin. Yeah. All right, man. Uh, it, it, we're, it, we're in the final throes here of the of the summertime heat uh, here in the south. I think uh, I think I think it might be a nice gin night. The heat goes away. The gin goes away. It does. Yeah. It does. It'll, it's, it'll be time for uh, for brown brown liquor. Oh my goodness! I had a honey brown ale earlier today. Who it made was, that? Uh, it was at Pig and Pint, and it was yeah fine. Yeah. Oh my goodness, so good. Ugh. All right, that's a conversation <laughs> for another show. But until then, hey, let's go have a night. See you, brother. listening to Country Squire Radio, a member of the Pottery Network. For more information on this and other shows, please visit pottery.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.